We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. your host Hatch with my boy. Yeah, T.O. is in the building. Guess who else we got in the building? We got a, we got a WNBA star. Monique Billings is in, in the, the building. building. Finding balance. Oh. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Finding yeah. Balance. So we, yeah, we're going we gonna to start off with this then. We Tell us start a little off, bit about. Now, we know we, we know you play in the WNBA, right? We know you can hoop, but yeah. we're we going to talk about this book first, and we're going to go back to the career a little bit. So what's going on with the writing? What's When when you get this skill? This shout, skill? Out, shout out to uh, Taylor Rooks. Shout out to my girl, Taylor, who yeah. wrote okay. my foreword. Okay. Yeah. So coming up on a year since I've launched my book, it's been an Congratulations. amazing Thank mm-hmm. you. I'm very passionate about wellness. And okay. as an athlete, I feel like that's something that's looked over and has been glossed over at least from my experience and Mm -hmm. experiences that I've seen from other athletes and so me writing this book is just encouraging readers to find balance between the multiple roles and activities and different things that we have going on in our lives and increasing our overall well balance well well-being yeah yeah so that taps into what we're obviously a lot of us over the years have been experiencing with with uh, the mental health mm-hmm. and things of that nature. Uh, you said you, obviously, with your experience, um, what have you experienced to obviously give you the, I guess, the idea to write the yeah. book? Yeah. So I feel like as an athlete, I don't know if you guys can attest to this too, but. Well, we're athletes. Well, I know. We, I, I can. Oh, my God. I, I can because I'm him. an, I, yes, I can attest to it. <laughs> we're athletes. Okay. Did, did, is, this book, athletes. is this book for over 50-year-olds? Totally. This book is for everybody. I was just making you. No, it's for you. It's we're taught good. how to train yeah. our bodies, right? Right. But we're not taught how to train our minds. We're not facts, taught about facts. who we are outside of what we do. And so I feel like I've been That's going true. through that and just learning different things about myself that I haven't been taught on the court. And I'm tapped into that. And so I want my peers, people around me, whether they are whether they are an athlete or not an athlete, to be able to tap in as well. The property, mm-hmm. Honestly, I think what I'm hearing you say, to see you and re- receive you as more than just just an athlete. Totally. Athlete. But like further to that, what does that mean? If you're more than just an athlete, who are you? Right, right. Gotcha. Like dig into the other side of the athlete. Exactly. Basically. What do you like? What don't you like? What type of people do you like to be around? Like what really fuels you? What are you passionate mm-hmm. about? Right. Because and depths and 
yep. the soul of 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 your well-being, the who you are. Because basketball That's, is what you do; it's not who you are. Exactly. It's what you're saying. Okay. And this is a long, a lifetime journey that we all go on about right. finding out who we are. We constantly are changing and evolving. The ball goes flat at some point, mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. beyond that. I'm trying to help readers understand who they are beyond that right. and figure out their own well, their okay. source of well-being. So, so why the book? Like, I mean, you could do a video, you can vlog every day like you like to do, right? But why like a physical book? And there's something that you like about the writing portion of it. Um, like why you think that, you know, a what, 80 pages? Yeah. In, about 80 Quick pages. Read. Quick, Quick read, read, right? Um, I love writing. So I naturally okay. love journaling. And so I was talking to my manager and I'm like, hey, like I'm really passionate about wellness. I want other people to receive this and understand this. Mm-hmm. So he was like, you got to write a book. And that's mm-hmm. what makes you an expert and puts you into that field. And so I took the time. No yeah. ghostwriter. Okay. Wrote okay. the book. I was um, living in Russia. I was playing abroad. Wow. So I was oh, living wow. in Russia. Okay. So it was you, winter. Okay. Yes. Well, I know you, you were stuck, stuck inside, inside. I was anyway. Stuck inside. <laughs> and yeah, I had the time to really write it. I had an editor come and help me edit it. We did the photo shoot for it. So it was really a beautiful process. Okay. Well, here awesome. here's the real question because, of course, as athletes, especially professional athletes, we're always like we want to go outside the box. But would you do this if you were not playing? Would you have enough confidence mm. to put your thoughts on paper and say, here, world, here I am? Because you're going to get some WNBA fans off top yeah. saying, oh, this is a great book, right? You don't want mm. those fans. You want people to say outside of who knows you to get to know you yes, throughout this book. Exactly. I mean, this book, I wouldn't even say is just about me. I mean, right. it's keys and tools and tips and all that, but it's not like a memoir or anything like that. Right. That's a great question that you asked. If I didn't hoop, I don't know if I would write this book, but I think mm. the fact that I do hoop and being on this journey and this path that God has put me on, I think that has allowed me to be able to write this book and okay. put them keys and gems inside. All right. Okay, Hooper, since I do hoop, let's, I go do back. Hoop. let's start with the hoop. <laughs> let's go back. So when did you find yourself loving the game of basketball? Mm. What you, well, hold on. Give me a 20. What's the what, fix your face? What are you talking about? <laughs> you who? I said we hoop. <laughs> we? We. Oh. Well, it's I don't really. Hoop. We got a court in the back though, right? <laughs> we can, yeah. We yeah. 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 I oh, I'm man. a I'm a honestly we're the I'm not even presented to be quite honest. <laughs> A minute ago, you was trying to say I wasn't a. Hooper. You feel me? No, I see how. No, I don't accept second don't best hooper. Second best. It, so you're still a hooper. Mm. You just maybe second best hooper. No, but I'm gonna give you your props today because you you have a professional contract. So yeah. you're <laughs> professional hooper. Exactly, yeah. you're a professional hooper. I am not. I'm a recreational hooper. Yeah. LA Fitness All Star. That's about it. That's about it. That's it. NBA All Star Weekend MVP a couple of times. Okay, you know what okay. I mean? <laughs> Things on that my is belt. not a no, thing. It is. It that is, is not a thing. a thing. He hangs on to that. Do that's you not have solid? solid. That's not do you solid. Have, what do you have? Okay. I don't play to that lower level of competition. Oh wow, that's okay. Me and, Kevin that's Hart, me and Kevin Hart would disagree with you on that. <laughs> so, but no, take us back. Like, when did you find the love for basketball? When this all start? I started about when I was five. My dad what? got me into the game, but he I was really, six feet at five. Probably like five eleven. No, kidding. <laughs> I've always been tall, so I've had yeah. that to my advantage. Right. But I started loving the game when I realized how much it brought my family together. Mm. Going to tournaments oh, okay. with my peoples and just being in the area, this local area, going to different mm-hmm. places, traveling, playing travel ball. Mm-hmm. I fell in love with the game. That's and awesome. UCLA. Yes. Wow. So so being here in California, so what made you gravitate to UCLA versus USC? Ooh, that's a really good question. Mm. Okay, so at the time, US both schools were recruiting me. Okay. Michael Cooper was the coach at USC. Right. 
he um, took the job at the Atlanta Dream. It's funny how that worked yeah. out. So my mm-hmm. senior year. So I feel like if Michael Cooper was still there, I um, probably would have went to USC. Interesting. But yeah. I was sold by UCLA just because um, I think a lot of the things off the court that they were talking about were big to me. Developing um, girls into women. And mm-hmm. that's exactly what happened when I went to UCLA. Gotcha. And so I'm mm-hmm. very grateful for my experience there. Right. Now, on talk to the, I guess, the younger girls or, you know, even even all athletes as a whole, it's like you said you probably would have went there if Michael Cooper was still there. So when, as a sophomore, junior, senior in high school, should you really be focusing on making that final decision? Because we see the Twitter and IGs of the world, all the people that I want to commit tomorrow and I want 20 offers tomorrow. But as you know, it doesn't really play itself out until you're ready to go to school. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's how it worked out for me. I think it was my senior year. It's funny because I had all my visits scheduled. Mm -hmm. I went to my UCLA visit, loved it, Mm -hmm. and I knew I didn't want to waste time. I knew I wanted to go there, and that's just my journey. You know, everybody's different, right? Take your visits if you want to take your visits. But for me, I was like, this is where I want to be. I want to start the next chapter of my life. And so I committed. I canceled the UConn visit, I canceled the USC visit. I know. Wow. I canceled the You turned down Gino? I did. (laughs) And my dad made me call all of these. Coaches. Gotta do that. Very yeah. professional Ooh, as well. Wow. You should yep. call these coaches mm, early in the morning. And Shout say, out to dad. Yes. Yep. This is my decision. This is yep. where I want to go. And this is why. And obviously, they weren't happy. But right. But, in but they respect that way more than just totally. stop answering and what the did phone that, calls. Exactly. And what did that teach you? Having to like really, you know, make those phone calls about obviously the little uncomfortability that you're yeah. going through during the call. Yeah. I mean, it taught me that. It's, it can be uncomfortable sometimes. Like, it's not always a perfect right. process. Like, you see on Instagram and Twitter, like, it's not always <laughs> like that. Like, right. you're going to disappoint some people. But at the end of the day, like, in this business, you have to put yourself first. Right. That's what I wanted to hear, that obviously, like, yeah, making that call and letting them know, like, oh, yeah, I would have liked to visit, this mm-hmm. and the other, but this is a personal choice, nothing yeah. against you. And to confidently walk in that, like, don't it, even question, right. should I have right. taken those right. visits? Should nope. I have done right. that? Yeah. Yeah. No, like, exactly. I made the right decision. Wow. Awesome. Being a superstar at that age, how was that? Of course, you know, again, you're in the social media world, mm-hmm. right? So, again, how was that handling all that people from recruits to schools to other students to other, you know, people really across the whole country really trying to get at you and persuade you to do this or do that? Yeah. So I'm a couple years removed now. So right. social media wasn't as big when okay. I was in school. But if it was how it was now, oh, I couldn't really even popping. imagine. Right. Yeah. Right. I think I just would have been distracted if I'm being honest. So I'm happy that it wasn't super popping. Right. Um, Do you tell kids now to may- maybe stay off of social media a little bit more during your recruiting process? Would that help? You got to find your balance. It's tough because <laughs> we you feel me? Yeah, got to find that <laughs> yeah. balance. Yeah. We're yeah. brands. We are yeah. brands. No matter where you are, what sports you're playing, like you are a personal brand. And so right. you have to be able to show that, but keep the main thing the main thing. So mm-hmm. if I'm hoping and I start lacking or slacking, whatever, and that falls off a little bit, I need to get back into the gym, figure my stuff out, and maybe take a break from social media. I think breaks are very healthy. Mm-hmm. But I do What's think What's a break? It's Week, home. month, six days, six mm. hours? Because I, if I tell a kid that, they think it's literally, literally that one night. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, give it a week, maybe. You know, what, what's your thought process? I think a week is cool. I think you have to know who you are and how much you can take. For me, something I've been doing is every Sunday, um, as that's my reset day. No social media. Oh, so it's, like been a, it's like a social uh, detox. Sunday detox. Nice it's Sunday so detox. Healthy. Yeah, that's like cool. That. Sometimes that's the awesome. whole weekend. It just depends. Right. Right. Okay. So how is uh, so? So how has 
the journey been thus far? You know, obviously going from like, because UCLA's not a slouch of a program. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? No. Now you, <laughs> you know, you go to the WMA. Is it more competitive, a little less? Like, what has that transition been like? Because, like I said, obviously height matters. You have yes. something that, you know, you can't. You ain't yeah. dunking, though. Says who? Ooh, okay, okay. Was <laughs> fighting words? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fighting words. That's definitely dunking. Okay. For oh, sure. I need to get one in a game though. Yes, you do. That's my goal. Yes, you will. Okay. You go yeah. get one. Um, Candace Parker, mm-hmm. uh, Lisa, Lisa Leslie. Leslie. Yep. Uh, who else? Brittany Griner. Yeah, BG. Brittany. Yeah, BG. I think that's it. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. We'll I have put, one on the way. We're going to put, we're gonna put that in put the atmosphere. Manifestation. I received that. I received that. So, yeah, so, <laughs> so what, what, is it, what has the transition been like? Like, because some people, they don't really know what it takes, you know, obviously mm-hmm. to go, like, you go from a program and then you're stepping into the WNBA, depending on where they are with the makeup of their team. Mm-hmm. You know, you may, it could be a rebuilding year. Yeah. It could be you're coming in and like, okay, you can take us over the hump mm-hmm. type of player. Where has that been for you? Mm, that's a really great question. Um, I've been a sponge. <laughs> great question. Uh, yeah, I've been a sponge throughout my journey. I just want to learn. So my vet, um, when I came into the league, was Angel McCautry. Angel, yeah, yeah, Angel. Uh-huh. So she took me under her wing, showed me the ropes. Like, I couldn't have asked for a better experience. And that year, we were first in the Eastern Conference. Like, we just had a really great year. And so that was a good introduction into the league for me. Um, been with Atlanta since my rookie year, and so we've had some ups and some downs. Um, but it's a part of the journey. But since twenty eighteen, twenty eighteen, yeah, going yep. into my sixth season. Okay, really, really excited about going back to Atlanta this season. Mm-hmm. We have some good pieces. Tanisha Wright is a great head coach. My first mm-hmm. year with her was last season, okay. so I'm excited. Who about did y'all what get we're in building. the draft this year? It- Haley Jones. Stanford. 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 Yes. Okay. Yeah. Turn up, man. Oh, okay. Really okay. I like her Haley. spirit, her energy. I've yeah. never really seen her play, but just seeing some highlights, mm-hmm. like she seems like she has that that fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And her, I almost look at her like a Magic Johnson type of player, just how she dishes and the type okay. of dimes that she throws. So, okay. yeah, I'm really excited. Ooh. We got a couple other picks, too. So, <laughs> okay. I'm really looking forward to playing okay. with them and, yeah, building something special in Atlanta. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, so are we looking, you know, how, how are you? Faring out as far as, you know, looking WNBA championship, you know, you guys contending, are you still on the rebuilding side? I think it's a little bit of both. I mean, obviously a championship is the goal. So that's right. what we have our, our mindset on, but it's just going to be the, the steps to get there, like yeah. the daily process, not looking too far ahead. As yeah. cliche as that might sound, mm-hmm. but. Because, I mean, the aces, you, you know, the aces, the, the aces <laughs> are, you know. I know. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Wilson, Asia, I mean. Liberty, too. Like, yeah, Liberty, there's some heat. Yeah, there's Chicago. Some heat. Phoenix. I had it a couple years ago with. Uh, yeah. With Candace, you know, yeah. she, now she's with the the Aces. So I think we're gritty, yeah. though. I think we're gritty, and mm-hmm. I think from what I've seen from last year, going into this season, we bought in, mm-hmm. and so I think that's very important. I don't know if I've been on a team where everyone has bought in, and so mm-hmm. that's what I'm expecting this season. All right. Okay. Now I know that like, you said there's some ups and downs with your career, as you know, as there is with all careers. But that 2020 year um, with the owner getting kicked out or booted out, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, do you look at that as a up or down? Because I know we were talking about during that whole time as players, 
during, it depends on where you're at in your career if you're going to go against the grain. Yes. Me, and you're early in your career. It's not like you were sitting back on 10 years mm-hmm. and you had $50 million in the bank. That's a whole different mindset if you're on that first, second year. Like, if I do something that the club don't like, they might get rid of me. Right. You know, so, but you guys all kind of stuck together. Like, how was that process going through that in 2020? Yeah. Another great question. Yeah. I mean, she has good media training. Oh my goodness! Thank <laughs> you. It was intimidating for okay. the reasons that you said. You just don't know what the outcome is going right. to be in the bubble. You know, you right. can't even leave. Like you can't separate yourself from the sport. Like it's just every day you're there, you're locked in. And so, yeah, I didn't know what the outcome was going to be, but um, in hindsight, it was a blessing because Thanks. our owners now have just poured in so much to our team. They believe in us. They're really awesome. investing in us. And mm-hmm. so I think it was all positive. Um, Good. As former, well it should be. Former WNBA player, uh, Renee Montgomery. That's how, my girl. Yeah. How yeah. instrumental has she been, obviously, you know, piggybacking with what mm-hmm. he just said um, with everything that you guys have gone through? Yeah. So Renee was also my vet my rookie year. So I was able mm-hmm. to play with her for a couple years. And so having that relationship with her um, as a player, now seeing her as like um, a part owner is awesome because she was a player. She has that experience. Mm-hmm. She knows um, the ins and out, what we need, things that we might not need. And so mm-hmm. her being able just to um, just facilitate in Navigate. a whole different yep. way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think has been awesome. Mm-hmm. How do you like going overseas compared to the WNBA? Ooh, that's another. Y'all mm-hmm. asked me that question today. We turned up right here. Get your popcorn well, you know, ready. Like you did. You know what I mean? Hey, we just about to throw the butter on the popcorn. Yeah, we just getting started, baby. It's popping. <laughs> you know what I mean? I love going overseas. And I know everyone has a different experience, yeah. but the people who I've been able to meet, the yeah. connections I've made, the places yeah. that I've gone around the world. I've played in 10 countries in five wow. years. Oh, yeah. wow. Mm-hmm. What's the best well, country traveled. so far? Yes. So well, um, best country playing-wise was China. I loved okay. playing in China. What about food? Turkey. Istanbul. People. South Korea. Worst traffic? Ooh, Turkey. Really? Terrible. Best hotels? Best hotels, probably China. China. I would yeah. say, yes, China. Yeah. Yeah. Just really? The, the architecture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they put us in the nice hotels, too. So. Oh, wow. That's yeah. good. Turn okay. up there. Okay. 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 <laughs> so okay. what is, uh, obviously, like I said, over the years, you know, there's been discussion about, you know, the, the difference in pay. Yeah. Mm. What is it going to take, you know, obviously, to get you guys, you know, to the level of really, you know, getting paid you know, for what you're worth? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I think butts in the seats and eyes on the game. Mm -hmm. It's just all about that support. People coming, buying tickets, coming to the game and being present. Um, I think that's just only going to help increase the game, even just viewership on television, us having more TV games. Right, which brings me to my point. Obviously, March Madness, women's. Angel Reese, Caitlin Clark, uh-huh. you just mentioned. Let's talk about it. It was hooping. Let's right. talk about but, it. Butts in the seat. That's 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 what need. That's what's needed. What is your take on the whole? You can't see me because none of y'all in here can't see me Man. anyway. Y'all can't see me. What what what's your take on that? Because for me, I didn't see anything wrong when Caitlin did it. Yeah. I don't, the only time I did see something wrong was when they highlighted when Angel did it. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I think if you're going to talk mess, like, be able to back it up. Mm -hmm. And winning that championship, Angel was able to back it up. Mm -hmm. That's dope. That's what you want to see as a fan, as someone that's watching the game. And so, yeah, I thought that was great. I think um, just that whole scenario, I wish it could have been handled better. Just painting Angel in a better light, the media painting Angel in a better light. Right, just the different personalities and people commentating and then people out of the Uh woodworks, you know, in higher positions. flowers. Give her her flowers. Exactly, exactly, because where was that energy when Caitlyn was doing it? You know, had Caitlyn won it, I'm pretty sure she probably would have done something you know, that would have been controversial, mm-hmm. whatever, that, like you said, they would have been giving her flowers for Right, it. right. But yeah. now it's like a person of color doing the same thing. They see us a little bit more demonstrative, you know, uh, aggressive in our demeanor and things of that nature, like classless. Like, yeah. she did nothing any yeah. different than, than Caitlyn. I agree. But, dude, I, I wanted, I guess my perspective of the whole thing was just totally different. I felt bad for Caitlyn mm. because I thought that all the white people, said, Mm. hey, she's doing it to our girl. Caitlyn was not saying that. Mm -hmm. And Caitlyn was not doing that. And Caitlyn was not like, hey, these are my people and they're sticking (laughs) up for me. She was just like, she didn't do nothing wrong. And she had said, I did that too. But they don't listen to her saying that. So they just bash Caitlyn just as much as like they, I, I just didn't understand that give and take from everybody who had nothing to do with the scenario, and yes. then these two girls have to get all the backlash. Were you, were you seeing the shift in, in the generations and really the understanding of how players like Caitlin, she gets it. She understands. She gets it, right. She, mm, she understands. Right. It's the older people that don't want to let go. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're not, not, they're not trying to let go. But Caitlyn gets it, and she, as you said, like she, oh, I can, you know, I did it. I did it, yeah. You why are I mean? y'all tripping? Exactly. exactly. So why are you guys tripping on? She never said anything bad about Angel when she did it. No. Yeah. So why are you guys trying to bash her? And mm-hmm. I did the same thing. Mm-hmm. And it speaks volumes to really where this country is. And yeah. again, the Gen Z, whatever, they're aware. Mm-hmm. They're more aware of what's going on in this country. And I think for me, it shows you that she's obviously self-aware mm-hmm. and genera- generationally the she's generation. aware yeah. uh, of where what's going on in this country that's why I, I don't think you saw or heard anything negative you know 
you know, no. really trying to address what happened, she basically was like, okay, yeah, this is something I did do, so I don't see anything wrong with it. Right. I know there was a lot of controversy around it. I like yeah. the fact that the women's game is growing. The fact that we're even having this conversation. conversation. Yeah. Facts. So many Absolutely. people have come up to me because they know I'm a hooper. Oh, did you see the game? Like, do, I think or do that's they come dope. up because you're the a game hooper was dope. Or just because you play basketball? It's a different Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm a hooper. Are you, are you just play you just tall and you like you play basketball? It's probably both. <laughs> I just want to be clear here. It's I mean, it's probably probably hooper, right down the know? middle. Oh, okay. I just want to know. You know what I mean? But I like the fact that people are tuning in and yeah, that it's for sure. it's growing the game, not just the college game, Absolutely. but later those girls are going to get drafted into the what? W, and so those Man. fans are going to carry over, and so that's going to lead that's to pay increase, me, more viewership. All those. Things. Let me tell you something. They are setting the stage yeah. for the magic. For what and we bird. just talked about mm. of getting, magic and bird, Lakers versus Boston but type again, of scenario, right? Like and that. for what you guys ultimately want is obviously the the, the, the money. I mean, yes, that's that's what's ultimately needed. Mm-hmm. I mean, the butts are going to be in the seat. Okay, yeah. well, let's just think well, about just think about <sighs> next year's game because I, I honestly I thought they were coming out. Mm. I thought they were I like thought, well, they were coming out this year to the yeah. WNBA for the draft. Yeah. yeah, I did. I did too. Did I you? did too. So just think what the viewership is going to be like next okay. year. So so that's what I w- let's get a little bit deeper into that, right? So you're in the WNBA, mm-hmm. right? You have another white player, yeah. and they want to put you guys just you know against each other. You're this and she's this and blah blah blah. Like the hero villain, type right? Of Do, are you? Would you buy into that or would you be like, I don't like that because it's not, it's not real, it's not real, it's not a true thing. They're right. ma- it's yeah. the everybody outside noise is making it, yeah. but your locker room saying this, their locker room saying that, but the media is just portraying you guys as villains, making you out to be someone that you're really not. Mm. And- because, because if you want situation. butts in the, yeah. if you want butts in the seats and you want bigger contracts, that sounds like that's what it's going to take. It's almost like he's trying to say that's a formula. That's the form the, for the America. That's the formula. I don't know if I would like it, but I understand it. Okay. I, I have to respect that as, at some mm-hmm. levels. Right. And like I said, I don't necessarily like that that it would have to come down to that. But right. if I know and the other player knows, like man, we're just hoping like whoever right. wins wins. Like because right. again, if we go way back, look at the Muhammad yeah. Ali. When he was, you know, fighting um, whatever box, but he was literally talking to what Howard Cosell or whatever. Like they were friends, like yeah. nobody. But you know the way they talked each other on during the fight and all that stuff. People thought, oh, they hate the each other. Like no, they were. It was all part of the plan. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, you guys really want to grow this sport. The part of the plan is going to be some of these huge, I guess, championship games, matchups, you will, matchups, uh-huh. situations. You know, because right now everybody would love to see them in a championship next year. Hands down. And that's going to be the highest rated probably girls championship ever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's another girl that was, I think, was it, uh, she tore ACL, did she play for UConn? Was it? Was it? Yeah, Paige. Yeah. Paige. Yeah, mm-hmm. she. Yeah, she. She. She's a she's dynamic player, back. but yeah. she yeah. got hurt. She's supposed to be back next mm-hmm. year. Yeah. So it's like a three-headed monster. You're looking at those, like, yeah. Yeah. you know, like just with the controversy and just how things ended. Yeah. You know, um, obviously, like I said, Angel did a great. I think a, a great job of trying to, you know, police and manage. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of the which she did. Yep. I agree. And then her surrounding team as well. And I think even pay, uh, Caitlin, she did a great job too. Yeah. You know, not to kind of buy into the, you know, back and forth. Like, yep. you know, she supported, you know, essentially what. They supported what each other right. throughout the process, and which I thought was cool. Going into next season. And then, too, you got South Carolina that obviously was mm-hmm. looked look to, to win. Yeah, they, they thought, yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's, and it's like, you look at these uh, these games, there was a lot of parody 
in the league as well. A lot of these teams are starting to kind of play well, and it's going to make for great women's basketball next year. Yeah, and you're right in the middle of it. I you know. I was going to say I like how you're able to, to list off those teams too because, think, a few years ago, would you have been, been able to list No, no, I'm a fan. Okay, I okay, okay. He, he knows me. I watch more basketball than I do football. Okay. Yeah. And I'm he not, wears a wig half the time, so <laughs> he, he's a Jawana man. Jawana Owens. Yeah. It's all good. I, just, I don't know if a lot of people would have been able to name off those teams you're a right. few years ago. You know, you're so that's what I'm saying, like just the popularity, the respect. Oh man, dude, I go all the way back. It's elevating. When I was in the league, as Ken, I knew Candace Parker, Mm -hmm. Shyla, Eli, all them, uh, Brittany Jackson. I went to Tennessee. Like, I lived in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. When they was in the final four, I went. I went. I had season tickets for a year. Okay. Sparks. Checked them out. Everything. Like, I knew that stress Geno was on with UConn. Like, Becca Lobo, I, I, mm-hmm. I watched, you know, I watched a number of, uh, of those games. Like, I respect so, it. So for me, I love basketball. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I appreciate, you know, because I know what the grind is like. I yeah. know, and I I feel terrible watching you guys, knowing what you go through, and you're not getting paid what you should be mm-hmm. getting paid. And as you said, mm-hmm. it's increased. You know, the attendance is, you know, steadily increasing, but it's not where it needs to be. What's going mean, to what's gonna put you guys over the over the top, though, as a, as a sport, as a brand? What, but I guess you is said it. Butts in, I mean, but no, but what is that? Seat, is it is it a girl coming in who's dunking? Is it a girl, the next LeBron James of the WNBA? Is it going to be a Steph Curry of the WNBA? Like, what's what do you think that's missing in the it's WNBA coming. to make it the TV ratings go? Pshh. I mean, I think it's viewership in itself. Not all of our games are even on television right. and yeah. not on ESPN. But how do you on... get there? Like in 1984, Jordan changed the NBA. Mm-hmm. Right? The shoes, the way he wore his shorts, right? We right. started pulling our for, shorts. They were down. short, they were down the, here. The wristband on, yeah. the, on the forearm, right. the bald head. Like, that's changed the landscape mm-hmm. of the NBA. Like, oh, what yeah. do you think can change the WNBA? Mm. I mean, it's hard to say a person because we all know a person because, can. Honestly, like, I thought, like, I mean, before I saw, like, Caitlin doing what she was doing, nobody really was doing that except for Diana Taurasi. Mm-hmm. Like, right. coming up, you Especially know what I mean? in college, we didn't see that. Right. So, yeah, I think it, it is that. I think it's shots from the logo. I think it is the dunks, just the excitement. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, another thing that a lot of people don't talk about, women supporting the WNBA. Like, we need more women to support because we have more male supporters than female supporters. Interesting. I did not know that. Isn't no, it? Y'all got more women in there in that building. <laughs> don't say that. Y'all got women in that building. Uh, <laughs> you're talking I don't about supporting. I see what you're saying. What does that say? Because you, you're saying you don't see, uh, like, women tweeting about the game like LeBron and D-Wade mm-hmm. doing Steph. Like, Steph comes to games regularly. Like right. He'll tweet about it, and right. that's right. put it in front of millions, millions of people. Mm-hmm. But you're not saying um, uh, a Danica Patrick or Oprah Winfrey, yes. females who move the the, the needle, they're yes. not doing stuff and like that's that. A, it's because a they'll come out and support, like, yeah. you know, major events. And right. You see them in the stands. Mm-hmm. So you're, yeah. you're, you're exactly right. Yeah. But I think, obviously, I think now with, the way things transpired at the, with this champion, the women's championship game. Like I said, there's a lot of negative, but I think there was a lot of positive so to much. that that yeah. they came out of it. Yeah. That it put eyeballs on, on it, on it. So now you kind of know, okay, it's coming. You exactly. Know I mean? Everybody knows what's what's what's. Uh, what's you you know what I think y'all should do? I mm-hmm. think again, I'm not being sexist. I, know you, I already know you're trying to. Know <laughs> but I think you guys should lower the rim to like nine ten. Or like nine nine, so there's just more dunks, but it's still up there. 
But I just think those two or three inches, you'll probably see maybe five or six dunks in a game mm-hmm. compared to zero dunks in a game. But you're not you're not changing the dynamic of the whole sport. I don't know. I don't know if you would see an increase in dunks if we lowered the rims. Just nah, you don't bit. think you'd have more dunks if it was like at nine nah. eight? I don't think so. Because ain't no, really not, not a lot of them are really like ain't nobody bouncing like that. But there's know? a few that are though. That's what I'm saying. I think uh, I've seen a lot from the younger generation who are coming up. Yeah. Dunking yeah. is a lot more regular. Ooh. I just think I see. Yeah, there's high yeah, school. Girl, yeah, there's yeah. high school girl, girls doing her, it. When she, she <laughs> in high school, she about to and get she somebody. Did the whole the one I think that's an evolution type Ooh. of thing. But okay. if you've been training to play on a ten foot rim your whole life, and yeah. then you just switch up out of nowhere. Okay. That's tough. Okay. And then, too, I think. All right, that's a bad idea. I've I've had a couple. (laughs) What I've seen, too, in a lot of women's sports, too, I think that needs to be addressed is more physical training as far as because if you think about, if you look at volleyball, basketball, there's a lot of torn ACLs. Mm. Women tear their ACLs way more than males. Because of our hips. Yep. I did. I do know that. I think a lot of the, it's a lot of the training, too, because a lot of, sometimes Mm. you can do a lot of injury prevention. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Biologically, yeah, there are some things, but more training could obviously do um, mm. help with a lot yeah. of the injury prevention as well. Yeah. I think teams are just starting to tap into that within the last few right. years. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, again, that's going to help, you know, obviously change your direction. You're going to play faster. Yeah. You're going to be stronger. Yeah. You're bigger, gonna jump bigger stronger, faster. Yeah. All those things factor into obviously elevating the game yeah. in which, like I said, you're addressing that people want to see yeah. if that's going to happen. So, yeah. again, to your point, like, is it really going to help the game if they lower the rim to 9, 10, 9, 9, or whatever? And I don't mm-hmm. even think, to be quite honest, I don't even think anybody would notice if they did. That's what I'm saying. I know they wouldn't honest. notice. But, right. Yeah, but I was just for regulation. Like, right. you know, you're a hooper, you know. We hoopers. We would know. You I know mean, what it's because it, just really like the, the super, I'm not talking about you. <laughs> Superstar athletes, really they're doing what everybody else does it just looks a little bit different you can't tell me that there's other dudes in the nba for the last 20 years couldn't shoot from where steph shoots from mm. but it just looks a little bit different when steph do it right that the the, the uh, microphone on the net sounds a little bit different when the ball go through when yeah. steph do it you know so it's like is it really maybe just that one person on changing this whole dynamic Oh, Yo, you look young as a mo. You like that was, thirteen. That was my freshman. Oh my goodness, that's that was hilarious. My year. You were thirteen wow. in college. No, God. Dang, I was so young. I that's haven't what, seen that in a minute. What's wrong with you, man? She was Dang. thirteen in college, <laughs> y'all. What you told? Wow. I'm just saying, she was nice at thirteen. At, look at bro. Look at she don't look twelve. Oh, <laughs> I was young. Wow. Oh That's my goodness, y'all got the throwback. Come yeah, we got on, throwback. You know, we got throwback. throwback. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. Okay. So, but yeah, go back. It's like, who in the league now, again, that maybe has that superstar status that you look at like, yeah, that's just a little bit different. Someone who I play against? Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the WNBA. Or like, with, who is, whatever. Who is like the Steph Curry or the, like the LeBron James? In your eyes, though. Uh, you know, or your uh, Jimmy Butler or your Jokic of the WNBA. I mean, give us some insight. I think yeah. Skyler. I have so Skyler much respect. Diggins? Skyler yeah. Diggins, wow. Sky, I have a lot of respect for Sky. Like, you could tell she works on her craft because right. she's always coming with something new. She's super efficient. She's feisty, too. I hear feisty. she's a little yeah. feisty mm-hmm. something. But, yeah, playing against her, it's just, she's almost, like, automatic just wherever she's at. And so that's one person who I have a lot of respect for. Okay. Yeah. 
And I remember, again, having these type of conversations years ago when she was in college and everybody, I thought she had transcended the game a little bit because at Notre Dame and she had the huge, you know, tournament, blah, 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 really cute girl. Everybody's like, well, who's this girl? She's not going to be that good because she's too cute to be good. Like, no, she's a baller for real, for real. Totally. You know, and I thought that transcended the game when she got into the WNBA. Yeah. So that's one example. I don't think it can just be one person, but I think it's stories like that. And again, I think... It's it's showing these athletes outside of just the sport. I yes. think that is another thing that can increase viewership, yeah. Yeah. Um, fans, people wanting to support right. the WNBA is right. knowing who these players are that they are supporting. Right. Well, see, so yeah, speaking of story, tell us a little bit more what you have going on outside the WNBA. Besides the book, we know the yeah, book. Right? I got the, the book, yeah, but yeah, I know yeah, you have a lot going on. What are you doing to find on. balance between, uh-huh. you know, blogging, writing books? What are your, what are your other passions? So I got into broadcasting about mm-hmm. a year and a half ago. Nice. So I was working for the Hawks, Pac-12 Networks. So that's something. During season as well? Um, or is this kind of? No. Because it doesn't so, overlap because. Yeah, okay. exactly. Because gotcha. so Shanae is doing that now mm-hmm. you know, with ESPN. Exactly. Like she's doing, she was doing, she's doing okay. an awesome job. Yep, yep. So, so is that kind of the lane that you're trying to transition into? I hope after? so. But okay. even like bigger than just sports, like I want to be right. a lifestyle personality. So I'm going to put this out here, but okay. I want to like host Dancing with the Stars and okay. America's okay, Got okay, Talent. Okay. Tyra Banks did that. It, I, I, now that's I realize like my biggest idol. I really? Tyra Banks through, is? I skimmed through the book. I saw really? Tyra. So yeah. Okay. So I was going to ask you like, who's been like your your mentor, like your 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 person that you've always wanted to, to meet, your idol? Yeah, and we Tyra. Just t- Tyra. Oh my God. And why, have you why met Tyra? Have, you ever, have you ever met her? I've never met her okay. yet. Yeah, why Tyra? Yes, I hope I get to meet her one day. Um, I don't know. I used to watch America's Next Top Model and just seeing how okay. glamorous she was and just being African-American. She was tall. And so her that was like my example. Like that mm-hmm. was the prototype. That's what I want to be when I grow up. But I'm also Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also an athlete. So I didn't see that side of her because she wasn't an athlete. Right, and right. So. It was a struggle for me because I didn't see that glamorous, feminine type of woman who was also like a beast on the court and willing to get after it. And so that's what I've become. But Tyra was my OG. Okay, so so she became a beast in her general area, just like you became a beast in your area. Yes. So who would probably be the coolest podcast host on the planet if Tyra walked right through this door right here? Ooh. To ho- someone to host Tyra? No, I'm saying who would be the best ever if we had Tyra come on the show right now? Oh, y'all, what do you mean? Y'all Can we get the Tyra? Anybody? Anybody? No. Tyra Banks. So, uh, so we were supposed Tyra. to have her, but what happened was so. No, for real. No. I'm okay. Sorry. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> no, we you filled I'm in sorry. the spot. You know what I mean? It was like Tyra, Mo- Monique. I'm like, let's get. Yeah, we rather okay, have you. Okay, in okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what, so what else? I know you got more. You got tons more going. What else is going on? Mm, what or is what's going to go on, on after the book? Right, once the book gets, you know, gets out Ooh, there, do immediate all that. I just stuff. signed with Athleta, y'all. Okay, congratulations. Yeah, I like that brand. Okay. I love so that. Ath- uh, I trending. Love- Upward like crazy right I now. I love that up. brand. Yes. I was wondering, okay. I see you got the leggings on right there. I don't know if that's Athleta or not, but... I don't even remember. That's the type <laughs> of... That was a while ago. Yeah, let's say That's, that's, that's what they got. They got the, okay. you know, the yoga wear or uh-huh. athleisure, athleisure wear. Athleisure, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Athleta is a woman... It's a brand for women yeah. by okay. women. So tell us how, how did it come about? How did that conversation go when you were in there? Oh, 
Um, my agent set all of that up, okay. but I wrote down like brands that I would want to be sponsored with. Maybe my rookie year, like brands awesome. I like, and Athleta was one of them. Like mm. very high on the list. Like so. a goal list, or like yeah. a, okay, a goal list okay, brands cool, that I see cool. myself aligning with. And so yeah, I'm just so blessed. Because That's awesome. Athleta, Athleta is really. Um, I see myself walking yeah. in that path just effortlessly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what's up. Now, so anything like you do off the court, do you like try to get them involved? Like how tight will that relationship be? Like, okay, I want to do a camp, but they have to be a part of it. I want to do this, but they have to be a part of it. Or are you going to do just like a one shoot per year type of deal? Oh, no. I'm going to be as um, active in this partnership as much mm-hmm. as I can. Oh, so I just good. went to their headquarters about a week ago, good. met with. Um, and where is that at? In uh, San Francisco. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Met with the people who make the clothes and was, were telling them just what I like, what I don't different like. Different fabrications. Yes. Being all that tall. Stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah, you need the different. Right, exactly. And they don't have like a specific basketball line. So just talking with them about diff- Collaborate. different ideas. Yeah. Collaboration. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, so May 2nd, which is my birthday. That's when I launched hey, my book. Okay. May 1st is my birthday. Hey. Oh, Taurus really? Gang. The okay. 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 I really suck. <laughs> Trash. Okay. Trash hey. hater. No, happy Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. I can't. Um, (laughs) So last year, May 2nd, I released my book. So this is coming on the one year anniversary. Mm -hmm. I'm at the Athletic Store. I'm having like a book signing. Signing. Oh, that's awesome. Great collaboration. In San Fran. No, in Atlanta. In Atlanta. Okay. Atlanta. Okay. So I'm really looking forward to that and just um, my partnership with them. I value them so much. I feel like they value me too. And so I think we're just starting out, but... Just we're going to build some really great things. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Big congratulations. So that sounds like a dream come true. Totally. Right. Give us another example of somebody you would like to partner a brand with over the next five to 10 years of your career. Obviously not in clothes, right? So we're not talking about Nike, but yeah. is it, you know, could it be a food beverage, a vegan thing or something like that? Cars maybe? Is there some, another big brand out there that you like? I'm going to give you two. Okay. One, Whole Foods. Okay. Because I shop there so much. Okay, right, right. And they getting all that WNBA money. It's okay. I'm a loyal customer. Okay. That hot bar, y'all. Okay. So okay. Whole Foods would be so dope to collab with. Okay. And two, I'm going to say Pharrell, Pharrell Williams. Yeah. I like his skincare line. Oh, yes. interesting. And okay. I wrote down a long time ago I would want Pharrell to mentor me. So maybe that'll come to fruition. Not maybe, know. it will. It yeah. will it come will to come fruition. To fruition. Yeah, speak it into it existence. Okay. Just, yeah. I like how he has his hands in so many different yep. things music, yep. fashion, art. And yep. so that's someone who I would love to learn from. That's awesome. awesome. Well, there you ha- you heard man, it, ladies and man, gentlemen. Somebody put them co- two in contact. Okay, I've met a lot of up. people in this world. I've never met Pharrell though. Really? Yeah. He's very like ducked off. He's low key. Uh, yeah. And yeah. I like that about him. Absolutely. That's, what's up? That's crazy. That's what's okay. Up? Well, so how like the um, again championship this year? Let's say right. And then do you see yourself five, ten more years of this in the mm-hmm. WNBA, or maybe five, six years, and then get into something totally different? been thinking about that a lot because right. I do feel like I'm almost at the midpoint of my career. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, you're a veteran in the locker room I now. Know. You know what it is. Mm. And obviously, <laughs> I don't see myself playing forever. Right. God willing, if I can play 10, 11, 12 years, yeah. um, I'd be happy. I'd be satisfied. And then, yeah, going to the TV thing, mm-hmm. we'll see from there. Man, that's crazy. Because I, so, I remember, man, going uh, you know, to a couple of games when Lisa Leslie played with the L.A. Sparks. That was a long time ago. <laughs> We've been cool. So when it first started. When they first started. Like exactly. I said, like, I ran to her. Like I said, that was me supporting, like, uh-huh. the women's sport. You know what I mean? Knowing Tina Thompson, 
Thompson. Yeah, like every Shout like out, I Tina. watched all of that. Swoops. Y'all coming to a game this season or what? Oh, let me yes. know. Okay. Yeah, you yes. guys come here or if we in Atlanta. Yes. I'll give you guys tickets. I'll we we we, tra- yeah. we can travel. We travel. Yeah, We'd yeah, yeah. Because that's check. been a minute. You naming players. I wasn't I know, even in college I yet. Know, I, I know. You know what I mean? I wasn't I even in high 1999. school. I've been to a few games, you okay. know, here and there over the, over the years. Okay. Like I said, but I, like I said, I watch, like I said, I watch the highlights. Yep. You know, I'll catch a game or two on, on TV. So, yep. but yeah, like I said, I've been a, a big supporter, you know, of the WNBA. Top 12. WNBA players on one team, top 12 college male basketball players on another team. Who wins? That's a really good question. So I'm not going to say NBA, obviously. Right? That's stupid, mm-hmm. Could you guys, because again, the, they're still 19, 20, 21, right? And I know the physicality of the girls was, game yeah. and people, ver- they just, they don't understand how physical girls are. So the oh, yeah. 19, 20 year olds, I think you guys could punk a few of them. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Even though they're good and skilled, but they're not going to be used to how physical you ladies are. Yeah. Right? Men, the men are physical too, though. So, yeah. I don't know. I think it would be a, a good, be a good interesting game, game for good. sure. But I, when you're playing against a dude who's like 6'10, 6'9, it's a problem. It's tough. Yeah, it's a problem. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, Brittany came out and said she would beat Demarcus Cousins. That that Did you hear that? I heard that. That was that, so that, ridiculous. Is that possible? She said she was going to give him the business. She I was know, smoking what she I got like caught with. She believes with. in herself, though. That's self belief. <laughs> no. No, I'm here for that. No, no, she was she you know was what's smoking funny? the way the way you responded to that. So you know, there's a big flag football for girls in high school now, right? So it's a, becoming a big thing. So we go to these camps and the girls come out, and so when like a girl does something, all you hear is "Good job, Heather, good job," <laughs> but you never hear that at a dude's camp. Yeah, you know, you, but every girl roots for every girl. So when you said that, that's what it reminded me. Like, yeah, she believes in herself. I think she could, you know. And we like, man, it ain't gonna happen. <laughs> What I what I what I will say is if it comes down to if it's a close game mm-hmm. and there's free throws to be made, I'm going with the girls. I'm going with the girls. Interesting. I'm going with the girls. Really, they can handle the pressure more than Bro, the boys. I don't know what it is. Until, pressure until this year. I'm going to until this year. I've never seen a girl miss two free throws in a row. That was until this year. I was at the airport <laughs> and I was watching the game. I can't remember uh-huh. who was playing. And I was like, they she she had to make one of two shots and she to, missed both. to tie a goal or right. win. That's tough. And yeah. she missed both, both of them. Bubbles. I'm sitting there in the airport. I'm like, never oh, seen this it. is gonna go into overtime. I'm like, she's gonna oh. miss, she's gonna make one of them. And it did. Oh my god, I said I've never seen a girl miss two free throws. Yeah. And she missed both, both of them. them. Yeah. Yeah. Did I jinx her? Ooh, I don't think so. But I but, think but you it did. Think like, so? but <laughs> it's girls, your fault. It's always so, your fault. And I say that they're so fundamentally sound mm-hmm. at the free throw line. Mm-hmm. Just if you watch girls, like they make their free throw probably like 98, 99% percent of the time. Yeah. Are you a good free throw shooter? I think I'm decent. Seventy five ish. Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> See, no. Oh, you Shaq? No. He's like nobody Shaq. Nah. <laughs> I hit my free throws. Okay. Have you ever been on the line with three seconds or less to, to hit two free throws and win it? I don't think I have. Okay. No. Can, would you be able to knock, just knock them down? Self-belief for sure, yeah. Okay. Whether it happens or not, that's a different, that's another story. No, nah, it's going to happen. What do okay. you mean? I'm just checking you. I'm just checking okay. your, your, you know, your, your competition meter, you know what I mean? Your swag yeah. meter over because here. Because we say a lot about those butts in the seats, right? Yeah. But let's just say when there is 25,000 in that. butts in the seat. And that thing is rocking. Right. You and you're on the you road. Wanted. I love it. 
Ooh, okay, see, make me see, know a player. You, mm-hmm. you see Russ hit those free throws the other night? Yeah. And then he played defense on yeah. the back end. Bro, did you hit yeah. those, but those free throws, though? Yeah. yeah. It takes a lot. You got to be just mentally in tune. Bro, I'm yeah. talking about block out everything. He All hit that. him like, I mean, it was net. Nothing yeah. but net. It yeah. wasn't no. He's been there before. He, you know? He's been there He's before. He's used to those tough moments. Absolutely. So let everybody know where they can find you on social media. So my social media, Monique.Billings, Instagram, Twitter, um, mm-hmm. my book, MoBillings.com. Mm-hmm. Cop it. Go cop find that. Balance. Go find your balance with Finding Monique balance. Billings. There it is. Well, thank you for Let coming on the show. Dream. I appreciate you. Good luck this yep, season, yep. and we'll see you on the court. Absolutely. There it is. Get your Popcorn Ready podcast. Holla at y'all. Mm-hmm. Peace. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com